Jason was telling me about your story, which to me is like super inspirational and, oh. and really cool for us personally to hear. And uh, what I wanted to do is like talk about you a little bit, talk about uh, your story, just kind of get to know you a little bit and, and have some sure. fun. We're going to do a whole series on our Thunderbro Thundercast where we basically like highlight members that have some exceptional stories. I mean, we've uh, sometimes I forget like we have so many people doing the programs now. And there's some really cool stuff out there that just like fills my heart up and makes me so happy wow. to be a part of this. So let's start just like with the basics. I know I got from Jason. He's like, he came in running in. He's like, dude, we got this guy, Tristan. He's lost a hundred pounds doing the Get yeah. Huge program. And he's done it a couple of times. So, um, you know, for those of you guys out here who are watching, um, this is Tristan. He's been doing some of our Thunderbird programs. I've never met him before. So it's really nice to meet you. Tristan. <laughs> you, you too, um, Dave. And I wanted to know just first, before we get into your story, tell us like a little bit about you. So like, where are you from? Oh, I'm from uh, Gulfport, Mississippi, but uh, I've been living in New Orleans for the past five to six years. Oh, they got good food in New Orleans. Yeah. Con yeah. Constantly, what, yeah. What do, you, what do you do, Tristan? Uh, I'll, I work in, uh, I'm a medical coder, so I read uh, in cardiology, so I read medical records all day long. Oh, okay. I got you. So they give you, they give you the form. You got to translate it into yeah. English for the doctor to read out. Very cool. Yeah, exactly. And, and so like, just to give us a quick rundown, um, you've lost a, a tremendous amount of weight. How much weight have you actually lost? Uh, right at a hundred pounds. Uh, uh, this is the century mark. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I have gained muscle mass and stuff, so maybe more than that, but that's just hard to tell. But for sure, a hundred pounds. Yeah, I mean, that triple digits club is legit, you know, and especially when it comes to weight loss, that's when you start encountering people that I'm sure you've had this happen where somebody hasn't seen you in a little bit and they're like, what happened Absolutely. to you? I had, a, I had a friend I've known for over a decade, walked right up to her and uh, had no idea who I was. Oh, that's awesome, man. That's yeah. so cool. I always tell people like when you're doing it, you don't realize the changes because they happen so slow and incremental. Mm -hmm that to you or even the people around you, it's almost imperceptible to be like, oh, I lost a pound a week or whatever. But then when you have somebody who hasn't seen you for months and you've like dropped 30, 40, 50, or in your case, a hundred pounds, it's like, where, what, where, who is this person? And so what was the primary mechanism? I know that you've done our, some of our Thunderbird programs. What program did you use just as the training for, for the catalyst for the weight loss? It was the, uh, the 90 day get huge program. That's so funny to me. Yeah. Like it says I'm it using huge, it the wrong way. <laughs> but it, you know, but you, you know, you're right. I think um, that program, especially, that's one that I used after I had I had a pretty major back surgery. They had to put me okay. back together, and I was trying to come up with a way that I could kind of put muscle mass back on without hurting myself anymore. And when you take weight away, that reduces the intensity. So you got to find a way to make up that intensity somewhere. Mm -hmm. So in that program, the way that we make up the intensity is by doing a lot of reps, um, keeping the rest periods really short and trying to do things with a lot of like time under tension and tempos. Um, so, you know, it, it doesn't surprise me because this program actually, this is a pretty common result from the program is not only increasing the muscle mass, but reducing the body fat mm -hmm. because the short rest periods and the high reps they burn a lot of fat. Um, there's a lot of work. I mean, if you're doing 64 repetitions across eight movements, that's almost 500 reps that day. And you're never really like fully recovering between those no. sets. So there is a, a, a conditioning component where, I mean, have you ever worn a heart rate monitor during your training? I, I haven't, but the, the first couple of weeks I did it, man, I was, 
I was struggling for sure. Oh yeah. But, uh, but now, I, and that's a, one of the coolest parts is now having done it for so long, measuring my performance now from when I first started, it's, it's night and day. Yep. Yeah. Like I, I wore one um, for one of the training sessions. I was just curious to see what my heart rate would do. And the whole time I was like 120 beats a minute, which is pretty much the same as what you do in steady state cardio, except right. you're lifting weights while you're doing it. Right. So you get like an anabolic effect. And um, uh, one of the other things I was interested to hear from you is like, how many times have you actually gone through the 90 day? This is, I just started uh, week four of my third round. So I've done it twice complete. And this is my third round here. Just oh, starting. that's awesome, man. That's awesome. Yeah, it's really, really cool to hear. Um, so for those of you guys out here who may be unfamiliar with this program, or those of you guys who've done it will understand this. The program is, it's, it doesn't have like a tremendous amount of variation. In fact, every day is pretty much the same. Like you're going to do eight sets of eight reps with the three second tempos and the 30 seconds rest. And one of the things people tend to do, especially like the competitive people who may be coming from CrossFit or powerlifting is like, they always want to put more weight on the bar, but then they can't hold that short rest period or uh, be able to hold the tempo of the movement because it really starts to get challenging of those eight sets in sets like six, seven, and eight. Um, and although you're not lifting like a maximal load, um, there is a really interesting hypertrophic effect on muscles, but also a strength effect. So I'm interested to hear from you, like have you gotten stronger in some things? Have you gone along a couple times and like maybe the first round you were doing this stuff eight by eight, like 115 pounds felt terrible. Like how, how, how have you progressed from the strength side of things? Oh yeah, I've, de I've definitely gone, uh, the weight I use on everything is going up each time uh, I've done the rounds uh, and actually did a little work in between the last round and this round with the guy that introduced me to the program. And I've definitely gone up a good bit since then. Each, to awesome. each week to week gets better, but I, I try to increase the load just a little bit each week as much as I can. Yeah. And like, you know, um, the program, it's like, you know, you've got eight sets of eight reps for eight movements, for me, when I was going through it, if I hustled, like I didn't take too much time in between, I didn't take too long to warm up because it's pretty light to start with. So in my mind, like it doesn't really require a tremendous amount of warm up. Those first mm -hmm. six sets are going to be a pretty good warm up. Um, how long was it taking you to complete each session? Oh, when I first started, uh, man, it, and that was, I mean, you saw what I looked like. So that, it took me almost two hours. Yep, just to slug through it. Mm -hmm. Now it's, uh, I can get through it sometimes an hour 15, usually an hour 20, hour 30 max now. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I found is like, you know, if you, if you really follow the rest period and you don't dilly-dally too much mm -hmm. or spend too much time loading up with weight, because that's going to kind of happen naturally as you go through the sets, usually that 75 to 90 minute mark is the part. And like, you know, think about it from the exercise perspective, you're burning a lot of calories because oh, yeah. you're working pretty much the whole time. So the other side of this is the nutrition piece, not just the fuel, the outputs and energy, but what you're putting in in terms of fuel. So how did you manipulate your nutrition to continue to get the weight loss as you're doing the program again and again? Well, I did, I'm super low carbs. So only 30 grams of carbs a day, all uh, almost entirely home cooked. I haven't, I didn't eat out, but maybe four or five times the last year. Yep. It's just so that I stay in control of what I'm eating. Um, uh, 
and no sugar, like no. pretty much at all. So that's like a pretty simple approach is like, mm -hmm. you know, the, the two things that you're probably aware of that can make you store that fuel or spike in the blood sugar with carbs or refined sugar or, you know, even things like that, that have a lot of hidden calories when you eat out. They put so much fat and sugar in all the food because that's what makes yeah. it taste so good, especially like down in New Orleans, right? Like oh, yeah. Deep fried chicken with sweet tea. Um, and you don't even realize how many calories you're eating until you take a look at it and you're like, holy crap, that was a <laughs> 2,000 calorie meal with my chicken yep. biscuit, you know? And, um, and, and I worked uh, in food service for about a decade. So I, I know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I've yeah. seen it. We, we've been talking with our people in Thundercuts and, you know, we're, we try to be as honest with them as possible without being too offensive. But the God's honest truth is when you eat out, you basically abdicate responsibility mm -hmm. to the chef or whoever's preparing your food who may or may not understand what you're doing. Uh, there have been a ton of times when I've like asked like, hey, can I get this without any butter? Can I have the, you know, without the sauce on it? And they do it anyways because they think, well, who wouldn't want the sugar who wouldn't want the sauce so they right. put that in regardless um you know and a lot of times these people just don't understand maybe they don't train they aren't into nutrition but they're amazing chefs it's just a different type of mindset when it comes to what you're putting in your body where food is no longer entertainment or pleasure it's about reaching an objective like a plus b equals c this needs to yep. go in that stuff needs to stay out and that's a pretty simple approach um, so when you were cooking your own meals, which I think for anybody who is interested in precision and accuracy in their diet, whether it's losing weight or gaining weight or any kind of, um, what I would call your accomplishments as a, a very compelling result, right? Something that has major implications or is going to be the type of thing that has meaningful change. The best way to have that precision and accuracy is to just prepare your own stuff. So give us an idea, like what's like a typical meal you would prepare for yourself? Well, I did a lot, I did a lot of uh, salmon, a lot. And uh, one trick that uh, will help everybody uh, is cut back on your salt, add more lemon juice. You can do that with just about anything and you won't sacrifice hardly any flavor at all yep. while keeping that, uh, your salt content down, which is, you know, blood pressure is not good for anybody. I love, plus was, vitamin C is amazing for you, you know, not just for, mm -hmm. for health, but also for fat loss too. Um, so many benefits there. I remember when in, in one of the times that I was cutting down, I would put just lemon juice on my salad instead of salad dressing. Yep. Um, and, you know, it's also interesting how um, when you do eat strict, when you've done what you've done, which is like removing the sugars, removing the excess fat and that stuff essentially your body kind of resensitizes mm -hmm. to the flavors of food where like this bite of yeah. salmon never tasted so good before, but now <laughs> you're kind of enjoying every morsel, you're tasting every texture and, and it's almost like, wow, this is what it's like eating. Cause when you constantly just pour that stuff in, you stop being sensitive to it. Mm -hmm. I've fallen in love with uh, Brussels sprouts, green beans, broccoli and cauliflower. Almost a joy for me to eat now because I'm not, you know, there's not ice cream out there for me. I'm not eating French fries or anything like that. So that stuff, I never used to eat that stuff before. Now I can't get enough of it. Yep, it's crazy. And it's, you know, like how long did it take you to kind of get over the hump where you're no longer having cravings for carbs or sugar or things like that? It was a, it was a few months. And I'll tell you, after about three months, I gave myself a cheat day. And so I ate some fried chicken. And I'll tell you, I felt so bad afterwards i didn't I, that was my last cheat day i didn't want to do it anymore oh, uh, i did it on the holidays but uh over christmas but i felt so miserable that 
it kind of killed my desire to even want to do a cheat day after that. Yeah. I mean, like when you have those high calorie meals or something like fried chicken where you're putting just a lot of oil in your gut <laughs> and you are not used to that, usually you feel it immediately in lethargia right. or being bloated or you got to run to the bathroom. It's like, it's, it's rough. It feels to me like when I, I, I don't really drink at all. And when I do have some alcohol, I feel that for a week, even if it's just yeah. a little bit, like I just, I'm so sensitive to it. Um, so let's go in reverse now. Let's go before your major changes, before the diet and the program. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about what your life was before and how you got to that point where you were essentially 100 pounds heavier. Like, how did that occur? What were some of the things that you were doing in your life that got you there? Well, uh, a big part of it was I was in food service working 10 to 12 hour shifts on my feet. And then I got a desk job and didn't change my diet. Now, I was bad before, and then it, oh, it got so bad. And when you're that big, man, everything hurts. It hurts to sleep. It hurts to get up. It hurts to walk. Everything sucks. Yep. And uh, the moment that really did it for me is I, I went to work. I work in a two-story office building, and uh, I took the elevator and started going up the stairs because I did. I just, I guess I was that lazy that day. And before I sat down at my desk, I had made up my mind. I made a doctor's appointment that day. A few days later, I went, and that's when I started, February 20th of this past year. So I haven't even been doing this for a year yet. Yeah, I mean, that's a powerful motivator. Uh, I know sometimes people are motivated by performance. Maybe they have some kind of grand ambition to be a champion mm -hmm. at something. But the other big motivator is, like, when you get scared. Uh, is yeah. When the doctor has, like, a real conversation with you, and he's like, look, dude, you better change something because things are not going well. Yeah. And, I, and I, read, I read those conversations every day. Yep. And I didn't want to be in that chair having that conversation. Yeah, even with that inside perspective, I'm like, I've seen, I've seen this picture before, mm -hmm. right? Absolutely. Uh, that's, that's really cool. And, and I think, uh, you know, sometimes people will get news like that, and they'll be kind of fatalistic in, in their stance of, well, right. I guess I'm getting older, or this is what happens, you know? I mean, I, I've been back to my 20-year high school reunion, and it's like, I don't even recognize these people. Yeah. I'm like, what would happen? And I think you have a choice, and the choice is either to do something or to do nothing. Um, but for, for some people who are kind of in that boat of, uh, they don't accept that fate, right? They, they believe that there's more in them. Um, they usually go on to do some special things like you have. So even before that, talk to me about like some of the training. Were you at all training before? Was there any kind of training history or background? Uh, in high school, I did some, I did powerlifting, you know, briefly for a couple of years, but I hadn't done anything really since then. I was living an almost completely sedentary lifestyle. So <clears throat> it was just a, a total turnaround. I did, I started off just walking and yep. then I turned into riding my bike. And that turned into, I went and bought some dumbbells and a, uh, and a bench. And I started with that. And then <clears throat> I bought a, uh, a gym membership and I didn't know what I was doing. And I'm fortunate that my best friend is a CrossFit instructor. Yep. And he probably got tired of me asking him questions. So he was like, hey, look, there's this guy, Dave. He has this program. I know some people that have gotten results with it. I think you should try it. And that's how I found out. Once I started, I never looked back. Well, that's really cool because I think your starting point is so typical. You know, maybe somebody who did some sports in high school and then went to college, but they never really continued to train. And then now it is years and years later, it can be almost uh, a desperate type of feeling like, well, what should I do? Right. Because it's been so long. 
And, um, and what, you know, as you progress, I think of training as like, not just what you're doing in the gym, but you're building skill sets for your life in all different realms, like building an understanding of food, building an understanding of training, uh, advancing both in your intensity with both of those, you know, like for some people, the first step for nutrition might be like, Hey, stop drinking sodas and pizza. Yeah. Uh, and then at the upper echelon, as you get better at that, now it's like, okay, we're going to hit the calories. We're going to hit the macros. We're going to weigh and measure, but it's really hard to start there until you build those skill sets. Same thing for training. Like, like your story sounds so typical. Like, you know, maybe the first thing you do is like, we're just going to walk and right. it, it might not be with weights. It's not for time. It's like literally stepping foot in a gym that day is a victory because it's more than you've been doing. And then you're building the capacity in the vernacular. And one of the things I love about that Get Huge program is uh, this was uh, my cousin who um, he's, he's not really in training the way that me and my wife are. Like he, he kind of goes to the gym sometimes, but he's not familiar with a power clean or a deadlift or a back squat or things like that. I, I'd say he's more of a beginner novice when it comes to weightlifting but the program is engineered for the novice and scalable up to the advanced athlete, where if you've never done a back squat before, well, you know, with 40% and moving slowly, I'm not so worried about you getting hurt. It's usually when you start going faster, as heavy as you can, yes. that injuries start to happen. And my cousin was telling me to, totally to my surprise, after he had completed this 90 day program, he said, Hey, I did the program. And I'm like, how did you, how did you know what to do? He's like, oh, it's easy. I just figured it out. It was simple mm -hmm. enough. And that's really good to hear that there's a low barrier to entry here. The same way we have athletes who are like advanced level CrossFitters who've used it to, to kind of rebuild or fix themselves from an injury standpoint or building, you know, rebuilding their, their structure so they can apply it with intensity is it's a nice kind of user-friendly and baseline place to kind of build that training vernacular to understand the movements to understand you know building some capacity and um and then the next step is something maybe a little bit more advanced or maybe with a little bit more intensity and i know that this 90-day program like is very repetitive uh it's very uh i'd say novice rudimentary um but it's also very effective and at a certain point it's like time to progress so what i wanted to do with you tristan because you've done this program three times and you've been so amazing at it is i want to kind of show you that next step and where we go from here and uh, introduce you to what i would consider kind of the next level of hypertrophy training which is our muscle anarchy program. oh that'd be and, that's what i was thinking of yeah, and like muscle anarchy, like it's it's very similar, uh, except we just get a little bit more complex with how we do things. So you get to do some really cool training concepts, like um, things that involve partial ranges of motion, um, different types of supersets, all different types of tempos, um, a, a wider variety of movements, a lot more different kind of changing things to kind of keep it fun and interesting. Um, but it's the still same concept. Like you're going to work hard for an over an hour and it's going to be a, a lot of weightlifting and a lot of volume. Um, so what we want to do for you, cause you've done this three month program so many times is we're going to offer you a, th a free three months to muscle anarchy. So you oh, can kind awesome. of get into the program. And another thing I really like about this is our muscle anarchy group. It has a private Facebook feed. So it offers you the opportunity when you're doing it to get on the feed and ask questions and interact with some of our other members. And it's a really cool kind of family of athletes that just love doing what you're doing right now, which is going in the gym, working hard and aspiring towards 
towards big results. Um, so I think that's going to be really fun for you. Oh, Dave, thank you. So I appreciate it. Blowing me away. That would be awesome. Yeah. And, you know, I want you to know that, that uh, stories like you and efforts like you, they're an inspiration to people um, in ways that you don't even always realize. You know, maybe there'll be somebody out there watching this or listening to this who uh, is, you know, they're never going to go in the gym. Like they've decided, like, this isn't for me. And then they hear a story like someone, someone like you who's like, in, if they're probably in the same boat for, for the most part, who's done something big. And, and all it takes is the courage to start and a little bit of a support system and a little bit of motivation and accountability, and you can achieve amazing things. Um, and you're just, you know, you're a testament to that. What we're gonna do after this is we're gonna actually show people your before and after pictures so okay. that they can see, because that's so compelling. But what that before and after picture doesn't always show is the, the work that you've put in day in and day out. Um, so we're also gonna kind of talk about like, well, how did he do it? How did his nutrition change? How did his training change? Um, because you're really an example and Thunderbro is all about being your best. Um, you know, uh, going into the, your work and the gym and your family life and all those realms and, and being the best version of yourself, being an inspiration to the people around you and trying to raise people up around you. And I think you're a great example of that, Tristan. Thank you, Dave. I appreciate it, man. It's, and, and thank you. This program was just like you kind of touched on. It's, it's so easy for someone new to jump in and do this because the weight is low. So I don't have to worry about hurt, you know, not as much worrying about hurting myself. And you can just, I've learned how to lift weights through your program. And now I'm addicted to it. Oh, awesome. So. Yeah. You'll also like that in our muscle anarchy program, we have lots of videos and instruction for each movement too. So you can kind of see like little videos of me talking about what the movements are, how to do them, or just some videos, just kind of displaying uh, what it's like. Where do you normally train? I have a gym right around, uh, right around the corner from my house, uh, Anytime Fitness. It's yep. small, but they have free weights. Oh, yeah. So that's great. good. Yeah, so here's your mission, right? Because uh, this is how we like to pay it forward. Next time you're in 24 or, or Anytime Fitness, you got to recruit someone to train with you. That's the way to <laughs> God, do it. I'll tell you, like, all this stuff for us, we, we were kind of one-on-one -on -one trainers. We taught seminars yeah. around the world for CrossFit and things like that. But uh, for my wife and I, this all started when we went into a club gym. We went into a 24-hour fitness, and we were looking at the members, the trainers there, and we were thinking, God, this really sucks that all these people are wandering around aimlessly in the yes. gym, not knowing what to do, just, you know, just not wanting to look stupid, not really working or getting the results they want. They're paying for a membership. They're taking time out of their lives to be there. They deserve better, so we want to be able to kind of build these models out so that we can get access to people who, who need some help in, in a very accessible kind of way. So that's your, that's your goal now is whoever it is, you'd be like, Hey buddy, come on in, come join me, come spot me. And uh, next thing you know, man, you're going to have everybody that ain't <laughs> anarchy. I guarantee it. Be a trendsetter. And I have gotten a couple buddies of mine on the 90 day get huge as well. Oh, awesome. Very good, it. man. Well, Tristan, thank you so much for being an example, man. I really appreciate it. Um, just uh, really inspirational stuff. And it's people like you that make what we do really worthwhile. It's the greatest reward is being able to hopefully have a positive impact on somebody's lives that they can spread and, and, and try to change the world with, man. So thank you. Oh, no problem. Thank you, Dave. I really appreciate it. This is great. Hell yeah. I'm going to have Jason get in contact with you that. We're going to send you a little gift package too. Oh, awesome. Thank you guys so much. Awesome. This is, All right. This is, my friends aren't going to believe this. Later, yeah. Dave. Go now get to the gym, man. You got to go. Get it. <laughs> I'm going right now. All right. Later, man. Bye-bye.
Thanks again for tuning into the Thunder Bro podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you got to know a little bit more about Andrew and Dave and their journey with Thunder Bro. We just want to thank you all for your continued loyalty and support of this amazing program. We couldn't do it without you. For more information about Thunderbro, go to thunderbro.com. Check us out on Instagram at Thunderbro. And of course, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, feedback, you can always email me. I'm Jason at thunderbro at gmail.com. That's thunderbro, T H E N D R, bro. Thunderbro at gmail.com, and I'll get back to you quickly. Thanks again. Have a great rest of your day.